Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you heard all the rave about the new Quick Grill located inside the Be Quick Chevron on Veterans Boulevard? Come visit Be Quick Chevron along with Quick Grill, Be Quick Food Marts, your locally owned hometown convenience store, wherever you are. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I said one Mississippi, there's a magnolia. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime. The world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi because as I say every week, we are the capital of the outdoors in America. Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in America. And as I say, pretty often I stand toe-to-toe with just about anyone to debate that point. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network or on Super Talk TV at C Spire TV. Or you might be watching the show actually on YouTube or Facebook or listening on your favorite podcast. Uh, it's January the 8th. 2024. I might add, too, that uh, tough weather is coming through Mississippi on the coast starting around noon and then through the evening. So uh, pay close attention to the weather situation so you can know uh, how it might impact you. I always say this, uh, the, the, the views on this show are mine, not those of the foundation, the primary sponsor of this show. When it comes to outdoors and outdoors issues, you can count on me to say what needs to be said. And really, I'm honored to be in this position. And uh, I should, you know, I say, I remind you every now and then that there are there are always some forces behind the scenes that are trying to uh, keep me from giving my point of view about issues, and uh, and you know that's that's going to fall on deaf ears. I can I can assure you, as long as I'm in this position, that is for sure. Listen, uh, we're not going to give uh, a bunch of uh, talk this morning. We're going to go straight to our guest, someone I really look forward to. Uh, visiting with again, uh, Ramsey Russell is uh, is uh, really. I mean, some some have said that he is the the Jim Shockey of the duck duck world. His get ducks is incredibly important. We'll remind you what he's doing. We had a terrific one hour visit when I first started this show. Someone I've been wanting to get back in touch with because he's doing duck hunts literally all around the world, and what he's learning from his global learning. Uh, he can bring back to Mississippi and help us be be better at what we do, help us understand better why we have to be focused on anti-hunting, why we have to be focused on conserving the resource. Uh, This guy has seen it from just about every angle from countries around the world. Anyway, without any further ado, let me welcome my friend Ramsey Russell back to Super Talk Outdoors. How you doing, Ramsey? Glad to be here, Ricky. How are y'all? We're doing fantastic, man. We're doing good. Hey, listen, uh, you know, we're going to actually, Houston Haven is going to be joining me toward the latter part of the, sh- of the show today, and we're going to get an update on Mississippi duck season. But boy, man, with lack of water and not a lot of cold air, it's been, it's been uh, not a great season so far. Now, look, where I've hunted, we've been lucky. My son and, and my friends have had pretty darn good hunts, so they've been lucky. But uh, that, those stories it's are been a tough season. Continental. I mean, everybody, everybody I know uh, clear up to Alberta has been waiting on doves. You know, it's 54 degrees on Christmas Day in Alberta. Edmonton, mm-hmm. Alberta, 
that's a sure sign uh, this is the duck season winner for God so far. Isn't that something? I mean, it's just a, it's an incredible thing. And our, our ducks do come from that part of the country, don't they? They do. They sure do. They come up there from Canada and, and a lot of the uh, North Dakota, Minnesota. Yeah, so we'll talk more about that. Man, what you been up to, man? Because every time I, I, I get kind of check in with what your activities are about, you're in Australia, you're in Australia again. I mean, you've been all around the world. How many miles have you traveled since the last time you and I talked? Too many. I've been around the world a few times since we talked uh, a couple of years ago, Ricky. And, you know, we're, our, our, our company motto is it's duck season somewhere, which is to say it's duck season somewhere every day of the year and uh we we find ourselves traveling a lot pursuing to get ducks.com us hunt list our own podcast duck season somewhere where we're documenting duck hunting culture worldwide uh it keeps us pretty darn busy what's interesting you know i, I chatted with you a little bit about the show i'm a former publisher uh, for the sun herald down here in coastal mississippi and the times picayune over in new orleans and then the Mobile Press Register over in Alabama. So I had a long history of understanding the role a publisher can play in the community to, to editorially focus on issues that are important to the community and give back to the community. You gotta build a strong company. So through Get Ducks, you built a strong company, but also it's giving you the opportunity to do advocacy work, to understand what is this anti-hunting anti thing? Why is it important to, to do conservation efforts? You're seeing it front front and center and you're videoing those efforts, aren't you? That's, that's what we're doing and I, and I appreciate you bringing that up. It's a, uh, you know, it's hard to be from the great state of Mississippi where hunting and fishing is a is a birthright of sorts and, and see parts of the world that do not treasure it as that. Now look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wildlife manager, I'm a forester by trade. And so, you know, we grew up, uh, I was taught uh, maximum sustained yield and, and scientifically based uh, decision making and what you see happening not only in Australia, but uh, they, they reared back up uh, in Argentina during the pandemic. It, it, you see a lot of these anti-hunters around the world fanning the flames that, that what we're doing is wrong and evil and bad for ducks. Our science, billions of dollars of research here in North America the, supporting the North American model say that regulated bag harvest doesn't, doesn't impact waterfowl populations. They've, they've been fighting it down in Australia for decades. It's hit a fevered pitch. Uh, we went down in uh, November to go up to Northern Territories and hunt magpie geese, plume whistlers, wandering whistlers, which was a bucket list species of mine, and ended up recruiting a couple of uh, research scientists to go with us uh, that work for universities. The Smithsonian even called and said, well, they were, they were, they were, they were sad that their schedule didn't quite align to go on this particular trip, but we went and we shot ducks and then we had some uh, other species donated so that we could collect uh, genetic tissue samples and also collect uh, study skins for museums. You know, you think about this, think about, you go to a museum uh, like the Smithsonian, their study skins that are 200 years old. Never would they have dreamed when they placed those skins in storage that 200 years later, scientists would still be learning something about the species, about the habitat, about the conservation uh, from those skins, and that's what we're trying to do. When the anti-hunters shut down, if they shut it down, in Australia, that opportunity for, uh, for conservation is completely gone, and they're doing it they're doing it in the absence of scientific decisions. That's what's so troublesome. It's easy to say, oh, this bird's endangered. Oh, the populations aren't doing great. 
when they when they don't have the North American model with the state and federal agencies and university research data to back them up. You see what I'm saying? Anything's possible when you don't have the proof. Well, listen, uh, I, 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 Ramsey, I talk about it on this show all the time, the North American wildlife model is what made Mississippi a leader in conservation uh, in the world, really. I mean, the North American wildlife model. And any efforts to move away from the North American wildlife model is a move in the wrong direction, isn't it? It is. And, and you know, there are. There are. You know, whereas the anti-hunters in Australia are literally paddling into your decoys with, with legal impunity, I might add. Uh, we don't see that here in North America. A lot of what we see in North America is is we've got uh, well-funded anti-hunting groups trying to undermine the North American model. The, and here, here's the thought is that, uh, let's take duck, for example. Ducks belong to everybody. It's a public trust species. So why are the state and federal agencies managing them for just us million duck hunters? Well, we're yeah. putting the bill for it. And they're saying, well... Y'all shouldn't be biased into managing output by by putting a bill for it. So let's 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 disassociate firearm and wildlife related funding from conservation, and it and then they can manage wildlife for everybody. That, that's, yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's incredible. You know the thing, I, I'm still I'm still confused to be honest with you. Why? Let's take the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Commission for as an example. This year, earlier this year, there was a there was a, a recommendation to fund efforts by uh, Ducks Unlimited. I think also uh, Delta Waterfowl to uh, to you know efforts all along the Mississippi Flyway. And there was a debate and discussion about it. And two two uh, commissioners, if my memory serves me correct, actually voted against it. Um, how how can there be confusion about where our ducks come from? From Mississippi ducks come from. And uh, the efforts that we need, Mississippi needs to be involved in to ensure more ducks. How how how, how do we get there, Ricky? Ricky, the 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 main culprit of uh, think about it. We we don't have the waterfowl we had 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 60 years ago because we've got a lot more humanity, a lot more civilization. We're losing habitat. Habitat is the key. And we've been doing um, myself my company have been doing a lot of collaborative research with a geneticist named phil labreski over at uh over university of texas el paso in fact he accompanied us to uh australia and he has he has got legions of research uh demonstrating uh part of the problem in north america especially with uh mallards is the infusion of game farm mallards into the genetics in fact we were in a conversation on our podcast just last week uh, with another scientist that that hinted that that a reason a lot of these ducks aren't migrating uh to the south anymore is because they've got this old world game farm genetic why don't we do this? That's a good place to, we'll pick it up from right there when we get on the other side, but we're having a terrific conversations with someone who's traveled the world from Get Ducks, my friend, Russell Ramsey. We'll see you after, or excuse me, Ramsey Russell. That's right. right after this. We'll see you after this break.
The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Get ready to tackle all those chores with the help of a John Deere 3 Series tractor. AgUp Equipment has the ultimate workhorse ready for you. And guess what? It comes with 0% financing for 60 months, plus $750 off. These tractors are powerhouses equipped with a robust engine that delivers ample horsepower to handle a range of tasks on your property. Explore more unbeatable deals and offers by visiting us online at agup.com. Offer ends 131-2024. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one -on -one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins 601-966-8233. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. They're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors, it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. We're visiting with Russell Ramsey, who literally has traveled the world learning about science and conservation and anti-hunting efforts literally around the world. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm thousands and thousands of miles would probably be an understatement to how much traveling he's doing. When we came back to the break, though, he was mentioning this notion of farm-raised uh, mallards and how that may have genetically somehow induced uh, some mallards not to migrate. Why don't you pick it up from there, Ram, uh, uh, Ramsey? Excuse me. Game, Ramsey, uh, Ramsey Russell. Two first names is tough. Yeah. 
Hang on to Ricky. Yeah. Uh, two last names, however you look at it. But Game Farm Matters were introduced uh, into, into the United States uh, decades ago. I mean, you know, the Atlantic Flyway historically did not have Matters until they were introduced. And, uh, and, and, and even today is becoming more prolific. And a lot of the genetic research is showing that these birds are smaller. Their survivability is not as good. They, they, they do not migrate. And, and they're beginning they're beginning to pick this up. Uh, matter of fact, Ducks Unlimited and uh, Phil Lebrecht just collaborated in something called Duck DNA, where hunters around the United States that, that are applied and drawn are submitting their mallard data uh, to this study because they're just trying to figure out how deeply entrenched into the wild mallard genetic are these game farms. So the notion the notion that you should put my duck stamp dollars into game farm matters instead of into habitat it, it is completely ludicrous. It's an embarrassment. Yeah, well, in this case, in this case, uh, the commission voted, I think, again, if I, my memory serves, three to two to support the funding. But the fact that there were two people on the commission who voted against that funding is, uh, is and then when you listen to the conversation, they, they wanted science that proved that farm raising ducks was not a good thing. And you, as you pointed out, you've you've cited some research that's been the done. Science, the, science, the science is out there. It's all it's all over the internet, and uh, they they need to look no further than uh, UT uh, University of Texas El Paso for a lot of lot of research on that topic. But again, you know, the, the ducks in Mississippi come from Alberto and, and, and North and North Dakota and other places like that. And, you know, it's interesting. You pointed out on Christmas Day, it was 54 degrees. Well, we got to have, Alberta, it was 54 degrees in Alberta. You got to have cold air to push those ducks down. And this year has been a, uh, a year like none other, hasn't it? It has been. You've got to have cold air, but you've also got to have snow cover. And to my, to best of my knowledge right now, we have very, very little snow cover uh, in the entire United States. And I know I talked to a uh, outfitter associate of ours up in Alberta uh, on December 18th that was still shooting geese. Those snow geese should have migrated uh, to Arkansas, Louisiana. Uh, shoot back in back in mid-october late october and they were still hanging out up in alberta you know I, and I've, I've i've been blessed to hunt in wyoming and montana this year and, and up in the northern the northern tier and everybody's been waiting on ducks it's just not been cold weather or snow cover to make them make them fly south i just i just like i say i think it's going to be the duck season that winter completely forgot it's so so interesting so the are you talking to some folks that are having some decent hunts this year in Mississippi? Yeah, you know, people are getting them, uh, Ricky. With the, the drought, sure not helping. It doesn't give a, it doesn't doesn't create a lot of great habitat. Uh, but yeah, there's there's some people hitting around and get killing a few ducks, you know. But but it's far and few between. I had listen. One guy reached out to me to say that he's got pumps going all over the place, and because of the drought, where he pumped water. The ground just absorbed it. He's got a pump again. So his initial pump and all these duck yeah. holes that they have was fifty thousand dollars to to, to, uh, to pump them, and he really, was having to turn the pumps back on again. Is that incredible? It's incredible, but but you got to think beyond the duck hole and look at the landscape. We we need lots of habitat across the landscape to attract lots of waterfowl. Yeah. So, so even 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 when we do get a few ducks right now, some of the, some of the great properties have got uh, have got a few ducks, but 
but a little bit of pressure is going to push them out. You know, waterfowl very intolerant to uh, too much hunting pressure, and, and the more habitats you've got across the landscape, the more they can the more they can get away and hide and relax. <laughs> hey, so you're you're producing a video from your Australian visits. We um, did. So talk to talk to me about what you guys are hoping to do there. Well, what we're hoping to do is talk to the middle ground. You're never, ever, ever, ever going to convince a fringe, uh, lunatic, radical, uh, anti-hunter that he's wrong. You, you, you're sort of just not shooting an animal, and then they're going to be they're going to be against you for something else. I'm telling you, but but what we're trying to do is speak to the middle ground down there. We're trying to bring science. We're trying to bring uh, some interpretation, and and just. Explain to them the, the value of duck hunting beyond uh, what it may seem to be to an outsider. That, that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to spell out that, you know, hunting is conservation, that we hunters do care about uh, this, this wildlife resource in perpetuity, that we're not just out there uh, hanging heavy straps. We're feeding, we're feeding, I like to say we're feeding our family, we're feeding our traditions, we're feeding our souls with these ducks. And it, and it, and they do need they do need some research you know a lot of the natural world has been discovered uh, in the past hundreds of years since since america was discovered and whatnot but but whoa with this new genetic stuff they're doing it, it's, it's like a whole rediscovery process ricky and uh so the opportunity to, to collaborate with these guys and go down and not only enjoy and hunt uh, a couple of beautiful different areas but but to uh contribute to science um I found a lot of satisfaction in that. Well, you fell in love with duck hunting early on. Are, are you still a bit surprised, or maybe you're not at all surprised, that there, no. are so, that there are so many people who want to do these long excursions to have the opportunity to to kill a different kind of duck at places around the world. You 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 come in contact with some really adventurous people, don't you? We sure do. We come in contact with a lot of uh, a lot of those a lot of those experienced collectors. I like to call them. And you know the the world is so much bigger than our own backyard. And we've got a pretty pretty amazing backyard. There's no doubt about that. But the world is so much bigger. Like like the most recent trip I just went. I just went down to Tasmania. It took I don't know forty hours. Five flights, four airlines to land on this tiny little island about 500 square miles with 900 residents and a big old goose called a Cape Barren Goose, uh, which, which is actually uh, on average bigger than our Canada geese. In fact, in fact, it vies for one of the largest geese in the world. And, and it's, it, it, it's just a, a very, very interesting animal. And to us, it seems so exotic. But when you get down to Tasmania, it's a tradition. They've hunted these birds forever. And they do it real different. Uh, it's more of a driven shoot or a pass shoot, but uh, just an amazing experience. And, you know, here, here's something funny. I, I'm all the way down in Australia. When I get back in touch with my my roots, my youthful roots in Mississippi, because they say, well, we're going to go out and hunt these wallabies. And these wallabies are hunting about belt tall, little kangaroo-looking things. I'm like, I told the boy I was with, I said, I have no compunction whatsoever to go shoot this little thing. He said, well, that's fine, but maybe you could walk up the cover and push him for me. So I grabbed my shotgun and just pushed the cover. And uh, we're walking through these, these, I don't know, belt-high, chest-high little bracken ferns up in the woods. And all of a sudden, these little things start running. It, it, it's like a rabbit. 
I mean, you think you think they'd be popping, you know, over your head, but they're not. You're running about a foot off the ground, trying to hide from you, trying to slip around you. And all I could think is, man, if I had some bagel hounds, how much fun could we have? <laughs> and, uh, but we still had a good time going out and shooting them. I and you know, they're they're absolutely delicious. It's uh, like a venison. Yeah. As soon as we got our, as soon as we pushed the wallabies, and everybody got some, including myself. Uh, out come the skin and knives and the ice chest, and we, we get to skinning and get to working on them. Hey, so, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I, someone made the point on my show, Russell, that in Mississippi, where we're sitting right now, we're, we're, we may be 10 minutes away from public ground somewhere. That's right. You. When you travel, you get a chance to see what it's like when you don't have that kind of access. Man, yeah. our forefathers were so smart in setting aside so much public land for Mississippians, weren't they? That, that's a fact. We, uh, you know, one of the greatest limitations to hunting worldwide is access, access to places to hunt. And uh, it gets a little crowded here in the United States, but still, we are blessed. I, I can't think of anywhere else that's got as much public land as Mississippi and the, and the uh, United States of America. Hey, listen, in the short time we have left, what are you going to do fun uh, in the coming weeks? Well, now the real now the real work starts. Our convention season starts. We're going to Dallas Safari Club, Safari Club International up in Nashville. I, I tell anybody listening that wants to come to a couple of sure enough hunting shows, uh, Dallas Safari Club and Safari Club International in Nashville are both just amazing shows. Nashville is the largest. Uh, Safari Club International in Nashville, Tennessee, January 31st to 3rd is the largest hunting show on earth. You can't imagine it. And uh, we'll be there. Come say hello if you come by. Well, that's because it's, it's duck season somewhere, isn't it? <laughs> it's duck season somewhere, which is the name of our podcast. If anybody just wants to uh, go into full-time, all-the-time duck talk, come come check us out, Duck Season Somewhere podcast. Yeah, Russell Ramsey from Get Ducks. Go check him out for sure. Hey, listen, uh, we're going to get together more often. I hate that it's been as long as it's been, my friend. Thank you, Ricky. You bet, you bet. Hey, when we get back, we're going to have a conversation with my good friend, Houston Havens about the duck season so far. We'll see you after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 90% chance of showers, high near 61. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms, low around 46. Your Tuesday, a 30% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 56. And a look to your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 52. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do.
Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Hi, this is Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. At Two Men in a Truck, we've added a new service option to our brand, junk removal. Whether you're deep cleaning, renovating, or staging your home to sell, our two-men-in-a-truck junk removal option is perfect to get the job done. Our professionally trained moving and junk removal teams will load and haul away your unwanted junk for you. Visit twomenandatruck.com to learn more and get a free junk removal quote. That's twomenandatruck.com. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hear that? It's the gentle sound of a waterfall on your hike. And if you were here, you'd take a deep breath of fresh air, if you weren't so winded. But you're not here. Because your self-care happens out on the road, riding your motorcycle protected by Progressive. And the bugs you wipe from your headlights are all the nature you need. So if you ride, see if you could save with Progressive, America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get an online quote in as little as three minutes. All from the great indoors. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates not available in all states. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. The manhunt for three teenagers who escaped the Henley Young Patton Juvenile Justice Center in Jackson continues. The latest revelation being that the vehicle Jashawn Jones, Robert Earl Smith, and Tayshawn Holmes stole upon breaking free has now been discovered on Wilson Road in Jackson, but without the teenagers inside. All three are considered armed and dangerous. If you have any information regarding their whereabouts, contact law enforcement immediately. And the George County deputy who was shot and killed in the line of duty last week will be laid to rest on Friday. Jeremy Malone was killed by Ricky Powell during a traffic stop on Thursday in the Dollar General parking lot right off US 98 in Rocky Creek. Powell then fled the scene and led authorities on a three-county chase that ended with him being fatally shot. Malone will be buried at Agricola Baptist Church in Loosedale. Jerry, was that a bird? Nope, just folks banging on the C Spire store window. I bet they heard we have iPhone 15 Pro. Look, more people and my grandma. Your grandma's fierce. Get the gift you really wanted. iPhone 15 Pro at C Spire. Made with titanium and featuring the most advanced iPhone camera system yet. Get it on us with trade-in. C Spire, customer inspired. Requires purchase of 36 months device payment plan and new line activation on eligible wireless service plan. See cspire.com for detail. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. 
no matter where you go. Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm and on your smart device with the Super Talk app. You're proud to call Mississippi home and we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation with Ramsey Russell. I, I, I tell you what, I just absolutely tortured his name. I had it in my notes wrong a couple of times, and it just, you know, it'd be one way. It'd be Russell Ramsey one minute, and then Ramsey Russell the next. And I apologize to Ramsey for, for absolutely blowing his name. Uh, I've got it all corrected in my notes there, that's for sure. But, you know, I had a terrific conversation with him back uh, when I first started the show and talked about a, a, a really terrible accident he had when he was 15 years old and had to have very, very significant uh, uh, skin grafts. It was burn burn accident. And uh, he went on a mission after that just to, to fall in love with ducks. And he's, uh, he's a terrific leader in the duck community around the world, someone who I have a tremendous amount of respect for. So we'll have him back on the show on a regular basis. Uh, so now let's shift gears. And, you know, it just turned out that this was the way it was, kind of a duck show today. Ramsey Russell at the beginning and then my friend Houston Havens, who's head of the duck program at the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. And someone I really enjoy spending time with because they have a good sort of uh, finger on the pulse to the duck season so far. Without any further ado, let me welcome Houston to Super Talk Outdoors. How you doing, Houston? Doing well. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, it's good. To, good to see you, my friend. So uh, I told you during the break, my sons, my son, and two of his friends had an incredible hunt, but it was mostly uh, gadwall and uh, and and wood ducks. This past Saturday, it was they were just pouring into the hole where they were. And, you know, they've had a couple of they've had a couple of uh, duck hunts where they've had some some teal and some some widgeon. And, uh, you know, they've, they've had a few good hunts this year, but, you know, they just happened to be in a lucky place, I guess. They had good water and good habitat. And what, we're, what we already know is habitat's key, isn't it? It is for sure. You know, uh, that, that's kind of the story that we heard from whether it was uh, people hunting private land or our public land hunters and managers, um, you know, managed water, uh, managed habitat with water sources, uh, whether that was uh, you know, permanent water areas that are just naturally going to be there like breaks or um, to a larger extent, pumpable water, you know, groundwater, surface water pumped areas um, seem to do pretty well when we started off, but things have, have kind of gotten tough since then for sure. Yeah, it has been tough. So the uh, how's the WMAs performed? Because you guys have really focused on making sure those hunts are always terrific. There's a lot of, <clears throat> I'm sure there's probably even more demand for those this year. So you know, what's the story there? Yeah, you you definitely hit the nail on the head there. It's uh it's been public areas have been really popular. Um, they've uh, you know that's been a function of lack of habitat for other places for people to go and so those areas where we were able to, to pump water on quality managed habitat 
Um, again, started off really well the first two or three weeks, especially uh, were, were really good, had some really good numbers. But um, as we you know mentioned earlier, just haven't had any help from weather, whether that's rain here to, to continue to add habitat, uh, but more importantly, winter weather. You know, severe winter weather to our north just hasn't occurred. Um, you know, I'm, as a waterfowl hunter and waterfowl biologist, I'm going to remain an optimist and, and keep looking at the next couple of weeks until we don't have any time left in the season. But um, there looks like there's some potential in the you know the two-week forecast to, to get some help in both of those arenas that we very much need. Yeah, you may have heard heard me mention this, but I had I talked to one uh, rather large duck hunter has a club, lots of duck hunters in the club. They had spent over fifty thousand dollars pumping. Uh, sheet water in their holes, et cetera. And because the drought was so bad, just in several of the holes, it just sucked the water up and they were having to turn the pumps back on. But this is kind of a, a, a common story across the state, isn't it? It really is. And it's funny you mentioned that. We've been flying our early January waterfowl survey in the Mississippi Delta over last week. And we had some weather issues that have kind of bumped us into this week, getting finished up. Hopefully by midweek, we'll have that wrapped up. But that was, uh, that was an observation that we had. And it's it's not very common in my now 16 year career um, to see basically less wetland habitat going from December into early January. We saw several areas just like you described where you could tell that water had been pumped in those areas and for whatever reason, um, likely because you know the, the ground just, just took that moisture down. Um, there are areas that weren't flooded that had previously been flooded. And so in, in some areas, in some cases, we actually saw a decrease in available habitat. Well, we had a good rain over the weekend, uh, some more rain coming. It was a good wet rain where I was, uh, just outside of Greenwood. And uh, a friend of mine who hunted in Metro City yesterday, we, we have, uh, I have a farm that I lease there that has some fingers that are dry as a bone right now, just absolutely dry as a bone. And he mentioned as he was hunting yesterday near one of the fingers that the uh, that wood ducks were pouring into this finger it actually had a little bit of water in it, so that was uh, that it was it was reduced into one area. Where there was a little ditch that they dug out to help the drainage, and a little bit of water in that ditch. That's the only standing water anywhere near there. But that rain actually, you know, provided a little bit more habitat. But man, we got a long way to go. We need a lot of rain to fix the situation we're dealing with right now, don't we? That's right. We need it. We need it kind of to come in a hurry. You know, we need that real runoff rain. Um, we don't. You know, we'll take any that we can get for sure. You know, whether it's slow and steady, but would rather have some some pretty hard rains that are going to generate a lot of runoff. And uh, there's a lot of boards and water control structures across the state that are waiting to to capitalize on it. And uh, if you've if you've duck hunted after a rain and kind of learned how duck behavior works and all, you know that they can find it pretty quickly. And so things can turn around really quickly if we get the right conditions. Yeah, it is. Uh, I call that get wet rain. <laughs> there is rain, but then there's get wet rain. We need some extended get wet rain where those uh, those drainage uh, basins are, are full and raging like white water working that w water toward the areas, these lakes and ponds and and fingers and other structures that, that are they're just waiting on the water to get there. Yeah, it's going to, it's, you know, we have, I was looking, you know, we got three more weekends, you know, that's it. We got three more weekends. And of course, that, I think in weekends, because that's the way I go, but you know, there, we got three more weeks, I guess, you know, the, I don't know the exact number of days, but um, 
lot of folks are wait are waiting. What's what's your what's the story up the flyway? About the same. It's been, yeah, a lot of the same issues, uh, you know, uh, of course, hunting seasons to the north of us, uh, those states uh, select those seasons around uh, general timing of waterfowl migrations. And so there, there are a lot of states and portions of states where seasons are closed already and they've still got open water, you know, no snow on the ground uh, and, and a lot of birds hanging around in those areas. It's um, it, it's kind of kind of pervasive up and down, you know, all the way into southern Canada as of last week. Now, things may be changing now. Hopefully they are. Um, so that that's one benefit of, of being on the bottom end here is we've still got some time for things to, to shake out and we've got a little bit of hunting season left. Hey, so Houston, you know, I heard someone say the other day that is or they asked a question. When you have a year like this year where the ducks aren't getting back and you see on Instagram and some of the social media some pictures of or videos of, of ponds just full of ducks and that kind of stuff, does that mean that the ducks that would have come down here are just getting shot further up the flyway? I mean, are they shooting our ducks? Uh, well, potentially, I guess that's one way to look at it. But the other way to look at it is, you know, in, in a more normal year that, that we're shooting their ducks. Um, and so I, I wouldn't say that that's uh, necessarily the case. Um, we would expect that, um, you know, harvest rates in general for the country uh, probably would be a little bit down in a year like this just because of the reasons that we just mentioned that, you know, birds not making it to states until seasons were over or, um, or you know, hanging around in states after they're closed and you know whether they make it here or not and hopefully they will but um yeah it's um it, it's bad for you know most duck hunters but um you know the, the bright side is uh, maybe we're returning a lot of birds back to the breeding grounds uh, this this next go around they're in good shape and uh that's always the hope that we can you know not uh, not have too many bad seasons in a row for sure. That, that's definitely. The I, I like the way you're looking at that. That's an eternal optimist. Uh, that, but but there's some truth to it actually. That uh, birds may arrive here. Probably will arrive here. I told you I, I leased a, a tree farm over in Chula a few years ago, and when we went over to look at it for the first time, there was some sheet water right outside the farm, and it was beautiful sheet sheet water and. I filmed uh, layers and layers and layers of mallards kind of, you know, circling this pond and, you know, coming into land. It was, no, not a pond. It was, it was a, you know, ag land sheet water is what it was. Uh, it wasn't set aside for, for duck hunting. Just, it just happened to be sheet water that the ducks saw and they can't, they were coming into it. But they were, I'm not kidding you. There, there were thousands of ducks coming in, but it was February. It was, you know, it was like middle of February, or maybe even the end of February when I saw that. We're probably going to see something like that this year, aren't we? We could, uh, you know, and, and some of that, uh, there's a lot of different things going on there. Uh, some of that is because when the duck season ends in Mississippi, there's, you know, competing land uses, right? Uh, especially in the Mississippi Delta, a lot of it's agricultural land. That water's gonna come off pretty quickly when the duck season ends so they can get ready to, to start making a living again. And so uh, a lot of years, what we see in February is what we as biologists call the board pulling effect. You know, it's just a, a limited amount of habitat on the landscape. And so birds are gonna be using those available areas. They're not being pressured anymore. And so they're, uh, they're keying in on what's available and it, sometimes it just looks like there's more ducks than there really are. Well, 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 Houston Havens, who's head of the duck program for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. When we come back on the other side for the final segment, we'll ask Houston, what is he up to this time of year? What's he been doing? What's his activities involved? We'll see you after this break. We're 
Serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Briscoe Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Maybe you've seen more homeless people on the streets than you used to. I know I have. Let me share something with you. The problem is too big for any one person or one institution to save them all. But at Gateway Rescue Mission, we try and save as many as we can, one person at a time. Look us up at www.gatewaymission.org. Get ready to tackle all those chores with the help of a John Deere 3 Series tractor. AgUp Equipment has the ultimate workhorse ready for you. And guess what? It comes with 0% financing for 60 months, plus $750 off. These tractors are powerhouses equipped with a robust engine that delivers ample horsepower to handle a range of tasks on your property. Explore more unbeatable deals and offers by visiting us online at agup.com. Offer ends 131-2024. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Volunteering makes a difference, and the Mississippi Commission for Volunteer Service wants to recognize those serving and changing their community. Know an individual, family, or organization committed to serving? Nominate them for a Give Award. Give Awards are presented annually to outstanding community servants in honor of their dedication to helping others. To learn more and make a nomination, visit volunteermississippi.org. 
How did Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impact rural broadband internet? In January of 2019, Governor Phil Bryant signed a law allowing our state's 25 electrical cooperatives to offer high-speed internet options. Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation lobbied in support of this bill to improve the quality of life for all Mississippians. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. We have my friend Houston Havens. You're a great guy. You worked so hard for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. One of the reasons I enjoy doing this show is celebrating the incredible men and women who've dedicated their lives to conservation efforts in the state. The North American Wildlife Model, the key to our success here in Mississippi. In fact, we were chatting during during the break. This this tree farm in Chula that I mentioned, where we had seen all the ducks. That's where I killed. Uh, that deer we call stickers. It was uh, 160 and 7 eighths, uh, nine point, just an absolute monster that we had three years of history with. And uh, man, when you manage the resource, you 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 can uh, you can reap the benefits, can't you, Houston? That's right. It's always you know part of the the fun of it is just you know knowing you know whether you're deer hunting and looking at trail cameras, you know knowing what's out there and uh, you know putting in the time and, and, you know, working toward a reward or the goal, you know, whether it's, you know, harvesting ducks or a deer like that, it really, really makes it special. So what are you up to this time of year, man? Do you get to do a duck hunt yourself? Do you spend a lot of time driving around to WMAs? Do you spend a lot of time on the phone talking to people? What does Houston Havens actually do during duck season? Because most of your work happens before the season starts. That's right, but I would say this time of year you really hit uh, a lot of the a lot of the big items there. Um, definitely, you know, in free time we're trying to get out and, and do some hunting ourselves. Um, you know, a lot of our biologists are, are you know really into outdoor activities ourselves, outdoor recreation. Um, most of us hunt on public lands, and so we're using the areas uh, that we're working on in our in our jobs, but. You know, this time of year, we're putting out a lot of information, a lot of content, uh, a lot of monitoring, uh, whether it's our aerial waterfowl surveys or looking at um, harvest on our public areas and putting out weekly reports, just trying to keep people informed on what's going on because duck season, you know, is it can change so much, you know, for the better or worse, you know, depending on the weather that we're getting, uh, the habitat conditions. And so we get a lot of people who are interested um, in what's going on. They want updated information. And so they're calling us, they're reading those reports, they're emailing us to, to get as much information as they can to kind of spend their time at the right time uh, for hunting. Wow, wow, wow. And uh, you're, you, it's not like you have a huge staff to work with you, is it? We stay pretty busy, uh, but it's a it's a great job. You know, uh, you know, you hear the old saying, you know, find something you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. And that that's certainly uh, the life of a wildlife biologist, I would say. I love that, man. And we're lucky. We're lucky in the state to have so many dedicated people working at the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks who are focused on the resource. And I know, I know it's not always easy. It's hard work. I mean, it's hard work what you do. And, um, and it's a lot, a lot of what you do is behind the scenes, out of, out of sight, out of mind. 
And what my my job is in this show is to bring attention to the, your incredible work so people can uh, not only appreciate you and celebrate you, but also feel confident that we're doing the right kinds of things in the state to make uh, our enjoyment of the outdoors as best as it possibly can be. In the case of ducks, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like that deer I mentioned where you might be born on the property and you can manage it. Maybe it's going to take the excursions that William talked about. Maybe it takes a lot of excursions and has to work his way through a gauntlet to get back on our property. Ducks are different, man. They're, they're you know, they, they're coming down that flyway. They come from Alberta and other parts of Canada and North America and uh, work our way down here. It takes a lot of coordination. You know, that's why the work of of uh, Delta Waterfowl, Ducks Unlimited, and other organizations that are focused on duck conservation efforts and habitat enhancement. Um, we can't do enough habitat enhancement, can we? That's right. You know, uh, migratory bird management in general takes a lot of partners. Uh, you know, even uh, you know on the local level, when we're working with private landowners, we're encouraging them to work with the the landowner next to them, you know, and uh, continue to, to enhance the footprint because of, you know, making the, the local landscape and the continental landscape for waterfowl um, is, is definitely the name of the game and habitat is, is the driving uh, force for those populations. Well, look, uh, you, you have a big uh, plan for the year as you enter into this uh, new year to 2024. It's amazing that we're already here, but I bet you have a big to-do list, don't you? We have big to-do lists for sure. Um, you know, looking at um, part of our monitoring, uh, as you mentioned, getting out on wildlife management areas, you know, looking at things, um, especially in a dry year like this, you know, where do we need to put in more infrastructure? Where can we improve things so we can prepare, you know, maybe the next time this comes around? Hopefully it's a long time, maybe not even, uh, you know, I prefer for not getting another one of these years in my career, but uh, we gotta we gotta always plan for what may be happening and, um, you know, hearing from public hunters, we you know what they're seeing, what they would like to see and, and working toward those goals is always part of the job. Well, I wish you a happy new year, my friend. Um, and uh, all the folks who you work side by side with at the department, you know, wish y'all all a happy new year. I mean, again, the North American wildlife model and the work that Mississippi's doing to support that is the key to our success. That's why I say that Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in America. And, uh, you know, it's because of your hard work and, and the work to, to educate the public and help them understand why it's important for us to take certain approaches toward the management of the wildlife resource is the reason why we have the opportunity to enjoy it. So God bless you, my friend. Well, we appreciate it. And thank you for the platform. We can tell people what we do. You bet. And I enjoyed also my friend Ramsey Russell. I'll get that name right for sure as we go forward from, from Get Ducks. Go look him up. You'll be glad you did. Listen, stay safe in the outdoors. Always put safety first. Unload that gun. Always, always put faith to safety first. God bless you. And we'll see you next Monday. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.